Hey, here we go. Hi. What's How up? How you doing? How you doing, Dr. Tilton? <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good. good. Beautiful day in Michigan. Sun is shining. Sun is shining. Spring is in the air. I'm feeling I'm feeling good about that. Yep, me too. Well, welcome everybody to Taking Control of Your Health One Layer at a Time podcast, episode two. We all have choice and responsibility to take control of our own health. It's our mission to serve, inspire, inspire you to take control of your health, uncovering one layer at a time. We hope you join us weekly to peel away the layers to becoming a healthier version of you. My name is Liz Goring. I'm an educator and personal trainer by trait. I'm also a Lyme warrior, which is the main reason I'm here creating awareness about health. Five years ago, I was diagnosed after what we believe to be 18 years um, with unanswered health issues. To make matters worse, I transmitted it to all three of my kids in utero. I gained an unofficial medical education, passion for health, and healing through my experience. My sidekick right here, Dr. Trent Tilton, um, I've had the privilege of healing with. He's a chiropractor in Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, with, with Tilton Chiropractic and Wellness. Uh, he's been in practice for 21 years, and he is known as the Spinal Man. So <laughs> super fortunate to have him in my life and excited to share and educate with you as well. So today, we're going to talk about something that we all might be quite familiar with, stress. I don't know about you, but after this year, I think we've all ridden the emotional roller coaster of, of what stress can actually do to us and feels yeah. like. Yeah. Dr. Trent, can you tell us a little about what stress is? Sure. Uh, it's a big word, but it is still a great word to kind of coalesce everything that we feel and think about as stress. We all kind of innately, I think, know what stresses us. We may not be able to interpret whether that's a feeling, a pressure, physical, mental, emotional, but I know that it is one of the biggest problems in American culture, but probably anywhere in our world, but particularly American culture, because there are so many things flying at us so fast in the realm of technology, food, health, disease. And, you know, we all just really want to have joy and peace of mind. And there are so many things and factors that, that keep us from really gathering that for a daily experience where we seem to be kind of chasing after it. Right. And so, health you have to understand stress but through the understanding of what health is and so because stress is what destroys health <laughs> but if we think health is only looking good and feeling good then we've really misunderstood really the point of how to be healthy and how to minimize stress um, there's nothing wrong with having some stress the problem is we have way too much accumulated stress and we don't know how to figure our way through and which ways we can control that, invest in other ways to help it not be as bad of a stress. Um, and so, you know, my, in the beginning part of my career, I did lectures all about stress and I studied some of the best known educators in the world. Hans Sele, medical doctor, talked about stress. And, you know, when you take control of your, your internal atmospheres, as I like to refer to it, um, through strong living, through strong decisions, then you can make things kind of flee out of the battlefield, as I like to say, right? So we want to live and we want to live well. And we want to be healthy. We want to look good. We want to feel good. But people in America tend to think that that's someone else's responsibility. And 
once you're a certain age, once you can think for yourself, once you can kind of roam your environment and try to understand from different things and different teachers, um, you know, I like to base my information on a lot of principles. And so science is ever evolving. Science is really just always kind of constantly trying to uncover what we think we know or how to understand laws that govern us, laws of gravity, the laws of health. Um, and so I tend to lean towards principles that I know are laws that I can control or work within. Instead of trying to break those laws, sort of trying to cheat those laws and trying to, instead of trying to find quick fixes, um, healing and health are never a quick fix. They're usually time, they're usually understanding, they're usually based around beliefs. And I think a lot of Americans have unfortunately developed a lot of bad beliefs about what their health is, how valuable it is, and therefore they don't invest in it. And then they think insurance is supposed to save them. You think they think doctors are supposed to save them. And when we really gain control of our health, we really at the same time gain control of stress because we start to realize, well, gosh, that's just been kicking my butt for 20 years, smoking cigarettes. You know, that's just been terrible. I've been eating fast food and drinking Coca-Cola for 20 years. That's just been killing me. And we start to realize, man, I've made poor choices, mostly based on the people around me and the culture I live in, because smoking cigarettes and drinking Coca-Cola is non-existent in the Amasai tribe of Africa, right? Their culture is totally different. So once you realize that you're part of a culture that you actually have been making decisions, ignorant as they may be, you then can start to gain control and say, wow, what is health? What am I doing right or wrong? And, and never not stop investing in yourself because no one cares about you more than you. And you have to take the bull by the horn, so to speak, just like you did with your Lyme disease and, and say, you know what? <laughs> there aren't really any answers that I've been told that are really good. I have to just take over myself. And yeah, constantly. Yeah. I try to teach, teach people how, how to do that and how to navigate that. So stress is a really big word, but it's, it's true. You get pressures, you get toxins, you get thoughts, you get the way you feel about life, you got relationships. And so a lot of what I kind of take that with my patients through is this kind of what I call a wellness wheel. And you can call it a stress wheel too, but it's all the areas that are most important in our lives, relationships, um, spirituality, um, physical health, right? Work health environments. Because at the end of the day, money, at the end of the day, if you don't have a strong relationship, a strong work environment, strong pastor and religion, a strong spiritual, then the opposite of that is I'm stressed about it because these are all innately driven things. You might not even recognize them as such. You might go home and drink your vodka at night because your boss is such a jerk, but you don't deal with it correctly. And you don't believe that you've actually kind of created that. It all comes from us. And so we have to take a step back a lot, see the bigger picture and try to take responsibility and say, you know what, if it's to be, it's up to me. And I've kind of put myself here, just like I smoke cigarettes, even though they said for 50 years, big tobacco said it's healthy. My MD smokes camels, et cetera. Um, I still made a poor decision. At the end of the day, I am responsible. I have to critically think about what I've been targeted and marketed and and told to death is safe and effective or whatever they say, I have to determine that based on principles. Does it really make sense to fill in the blank, right? Does it really make sense to run hundred miles a day or ultra marathon? Does it really make sense to inject myself with chemicals? Does it really make sense to eat stuff that is really 
not food. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and, and I agree. I mean, it comes down to your choices. And we talk about this whole responsibility and like, even myself, like advocating for myself so many years, like stress is coming from all different realms. And, you know, I really had to learn when I was going through my journey, especially with healing, that I did need to address all those different areas of stress and where that was coming from my life, like toxic relationships, my faith, my, um, you know, there's so much, so much, so much you can take mentally that I was trying to figure out those avenues and like healing and trying to find, you know, who I am and, and putting aside those societal norms and the things that um, are there that we have to try to, you know, we know is wrong, but we have to make those choices for a better, for the betterment of our health. But yeah. when that, that all that stress manifests, it can manifest in different ways. Yeah. Um, what are some of the ways that we see it at, at like a physical level? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can look at stress and say the person who bites their nails must be pretty stressed out or a person who drops dead of a heart attack was overly stressed out, right? At the end of the day, um, mainstream medicine and the people we look for to helping us deal with these things, by the time we go to a doctor, it's often we're on the back end of these things, right? We're not, um, we're not teaching our children how to manifest health. We're teaching them to coast along, don't worry about it, and then react to disease. And so in the disease process from stressors, we get to an end stage that is loud, but the whole beginning 80% of that is quiet. And so when people think they, they got to live well by feeling good and looking good, well, I know a lot of people who've dropped dead running, running yeah. <laughs> and, and running, it seems to be, we're told, you know, is, is a good thing, but you got to understand running is also an invention by man. We invented some of the things we do. And so we have to kind of pick and choose and try to understand based on principles is it really good to run that long on a hard surface for two hours or whatever, right? As an example of how we can kind of get it upside down. It looks like I'm doing something good. I'm putting the time and effort in, but am I really making my, my body worse? And so your body is designed to adapt to the environment. But if we keep changing the environment, A, so very fast, like looking at phones and doing technology all the time without taking breaks or without getting enough of the good to combat that back in you, drinking enough water, getting up and moving, but not moving too tough on yourself, right? Then we can start to kind of be anti-stressing our lifestyle to de defusing the stuff we can control, but then better engage the things we can't control, right? We can't control a car accident. But if I were in a car accident and I've gotten myself up to a really maximum state of health, do you think I'm gonna handle whatever that accident is better? Or if I kept smoking cigarettes and kept not moving and kept doing these things that are destroying us from the inside out and got in that same accident, how am I going to respond to that? I'm going to have a much worse outcome. Absolutely. So we can't ever control life as today. But, you know, yesterday's gone and the decisions you need to start making that could have been made earlier in life, it's over. The past is gone. And so I always say forever is now, right? Forever is now. Yesterday's gone. So I got to make decisions now just like us starting this podcast, knowing that we have a wealth of information to share with people, we're trying to make it so that it's, 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 it's layered, it's not all at once, but what are, th what are things we can do little by little, peel back the onion to the core of who we are, which is a, a self-regulating, self-healing, amazing engine of the universe. We have this thing called a mind, and we know that the people that market us, like Big Tobacco, we know they can control or influence greatly a lot of decisions. 
because culturally, the televisions and the, the ways that things work with humans, there are people who've been studying that for years in the marketing, in the way that things that work biologically, um, and they influence us. So we, we've got to turn that off and start thinking critically, and we got to teach our kids to think critically and make the right decisions. Because just knowing the things, right, when you listen to this podcast and you sit there and go, gosh, he's right. I know. I've always thought like that, but I don't know what to do get moving and get doing because it doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter. Knowledge is not power. Action's power. Action in that preventative mindset too. You know, thinking about like, okay, I don't want to end up like this someday. I don't want to be this way. And so, like you said, it starts now. It starts with taking action and taking control of the things that you can control. Um, Because there's so many things that we know that aren't in our control. But the way that we, we take that stress from our outside world and we kind of you know, manifest that inside, like whether you're feeling on a physical level, like fatigue, or I mean, I'm sure you see many patients in your office that have a lot of like issues with neck, back, but it's primarily from stressors in their environment. Absolutely. The environment is the key, whether you like it or not, your environment shapes you both in your belief system about like health or medicine, or whether you like the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? It can be totally benign, um, but even people stress when the Steelers lose, you know, so depending on how much, uh, depending on how much uh, you care, uh, but we do put our focus on things in our environment that really shouldn't matter. And we, we don't know what we don't know. So if I was growing, I always use the example of Waterboy by with Adam Sandler, you know, my mama said, my mama said, my mama said, you know, that, that girls are the devil, you know, if, if you ever see that movie, you'll get it. But if you have it, basically, you know, it's, we do think and act and behave and learn in our language, in our self-talk as our parents primarily do and did, and they learn it from them. And it's not a right, it's not a wrong. It's just, we have to understand that there are really better ways and we got to find and filter those out throughout all humanity to get the best of us and get, get the best of us going so that we can stop this needless suffering that so many people, if they just would have turned left and knew they could turn left, they would not be in this position. And yeah. so these are choices based on beliefs. These beliefs are started in our environment from birth till around seven, most experts say we've already got our hardcore beliefs ingrained. Now, once you get to be a certain age where you can critically think, like probably most of the people listening to this, you can change how you think you got to, you got to challenge yourself. Like, you know what, maybe that's not true. Maybe vaccines didn't save us. Big belief. Most people in America believe it did, but there's a lot of people that believe it didn't. And you need to go through that yourself. You can't just believe the people who control the power and the money and the flow of information and data to make your decisions. You've got to look to within you. Does it make sense to inject something in my bloodstream, especially at one day old and have 72 doses of something by the time I'm 18 months old, it, it, you just got to contemplate. I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm pro-information. You got to make a decision. But if you're told that the Pittsburgh Steelers are absolutely going to win the Super Bowl and you're convinced that, and the money's going down on the line for them. And all of a sudden that guy was just lying to you because he was putting the money on the Browns so he can get your money at the back end. You just lost and you were fooled and you didn't think critically and make your own research about how good are the Steelers really, you know? Yeah. So we just have, we have a habit of just taking shortcut after shortcut. And it's really easy because we all want to be easy lives. We don't have to work very hard. We don't have to think very much. We just want to just give me, give me, give me. And there, when it comes to our health, when it comes to human health, it is an investment. 
and it is a and it is investment to get dividends on the back end so that I can be on the cruise ship, not the freaking nursing home. And then yeah. this is what people are fooled into thinking in our lives that, 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 that someone else has got your back. Someone else will pay for you. Someone else will do it for you. And it's just simply not true. So once yeah, you realize that, change your dumb, bad belief from the past, just go to the doctor. He'll give you some pills, honey. You know, oh, I just go to the doctor. I get my pills. I just get a bandaid. My heel cut, my cut heels. You know, once you realize that is not the truth, you can start the journey of the first layer is changing your belief and mindset to go. And you know what? If it's to be, it's up to me. Quit yep. being a pussy. Let's go. Well, and knowledge is power. It's totally one of those things that like, like you said, there's, there's lots of different ways to unpeel the different layers that we kind of have to, to get through, to deal with all that, heal at a, at a, at a systemic level. Yeah. Um, and so stress, you know, in itself too, it manifests like emotionally, like I, I, I know I'm guilty and I've had things I've gone through where emotionally I, I hold on to it. And like you said, it's, it's something that's almost in my subconscious now because I've experienced either grief or loss or, um, trauma. Um, and I know that, you know, you can bring those things into your adulthood and it, and it can manifest itself, um, in chronic pain in different ways. So how would you take like the emotional stressors that you maybe have experienced or you're going through and how would you, um, how, what's the best way you could combat that? Yeah. Great question. Because I think personally, in my experience, in chiropractic, we call it the three T's. We call it traumas, thoughts, and toxins. And so what we're talking about now is thoughts and emotions and how that's affected us. Other people's thoughts goes in with beliefs and how you think. And then your damage of trauma in the emotional realm. You know, Uncle Joe touched me where he shouldn't have, or I was told that, you know, the devil is awesome or whatever. And so, you know, you have to then, once you kind of wake up or, or get the hope, God, praise be to God, get the reality that that's not true, um, then you got to start breaking down all that history and how that tied to your physiology. So every time you thought that bad thought, Uncle Joe, right? Every time you thought that that bad thing, the devil's good. Now you realize those are those are not good things, right? So now you got to go back through and you got to peel those back and say, you know what? Number one, I do not blame Joe. I don't blame the devil. I, I, I'm going to take responsibility to get myself out of what was wronged. It was wrong for them to do that. But Uncle Joe was probably wronged too. And most people don't just start their own behavior out of nowhere. They were copying it too. Or it was done to Joe. Or it was something he gravitated towards by learning in a culture that that's something that can be done, right? So you've got to peel it back your own way, but that's where sometimes therapies and things like that happen. But what people don't know is that these emotions, these moments in life that were very sticky, let's call them, they, they are remembered and they're laid down in our neural network. One, as a protective mechanism to hopefully not experience it again. But if it's so repetitive or if it's so deep, a deeply held scar, then I've got some work to do to get under that so that it doesn't keep showing up and scarring me, right? Because all it takes is some little smell or some little uh, song that you heard in those situations. And here comes the flood of emotions. Here comes the bad moment. And you're right back into a raised heartbeat and a, a sweaty palm situation because our thoughts absolutely are linked to our physiology. You can change your heart rate with mind. You can change your output with mind. You can change everything. And so it's hard when you feel you were abused or when you feel such a sad burden of something so awful happening and they happen and they are not 
anyone's fault per se sometimes. And sometimes they are, but even so, for you to heal, you have got to tackle that in a different way. If you're still dealing with it, then you have not healed it. And you have got to figure that out. And sometimes that's where professional help comes in. I mean, as chiropractors, we think a lot of the things that people do stress over or have been particularly very serious injuries or very serious traumas mentally, they, they go into the central nervous system and they interfere at certain places. Parts of the brain affect parts of the body, parts of the body affect parts of the brain and so on. Cause this is a massive highway of back and forth communication that we have no idea how it works completely at all. We know there's trillions of synapses constantly going back and forth for us to talk right now and think right now and breathe right now. A lot of which is behind the scenes. And so for us to take feelings only as a way of measuring our health or um, our current situation as a way to measure our success is, is really pretty foolish, you know? I always tell people before I adjust them, what are you grateful for? <laughs> because you're seeing, that's something to be grateful for. You could have no arms and no legs. You could still be grateful. And where's that energy of gratitude? It's in a yeah. higher end. Right? Yeah, that's something that I've kind of done um, for a while now. I have a gratitude journal and it, it, it actually, it puts my, it starts my day off into a good way. And you're, you're, you're automatically having good energy flow, um, moving positively into your day because you know, there's so much we can always be down on and disappointed and all this stuff. And it, I think it definitely reflects attitude. So I, I agree with you. And, you know, there's lots of different ways to tackle stress. I know that, um, like you said, if you need to seek out help from a counselor or therapist, I think that is completely, you're taking a step in the direction you need for, for your own healing. And I know for myself, just like on a daily, um, you know, Dr. Trent knows too, maybe sometimes too much, but like exercise is an outlet. Like that's the way to kind of you know, get rid of that, that tension, that whatever I might be clinging on to, um, yeah. breathing meditation. Um, yeah, yeah I, that's, I, that's the way I see chiropractic it's stress relieving, releasing, whatever you want to say, right? Because we hold those thoughts, those thoughts go into something. You don't just think a thought and it just goes out, out completely. It goes yeah. down your body. You know, I don't see people shaking their hand before a test. They're stressed out. Oh my God, I'm so stressed. You know, they're like, Oh God, I'm stressed. Oh, I'm stressed, right? They're holding their head. They're holding their, their, their neck usually. And, and that's where I call that the emotional corridor is the neck and the neck is closest to the brain. And so most people's necks are problematic and they're problematic more and more in younger and younger people because we're looking at phones, we're reading illusionary stories. We're trying to keep up with the Joneses. I always say, if you compare, you're just going to despair. Stop comparing. It's your life. It's take control. It's believe in principles and understand the laws. There's laws, whether you know them or understand them, they're there. I don't know what they are, but if I cut the nerve, it goes to my thumb. My thumb, it doesn't work. I don't, I don't care if I eat organic food or four minute mile, I can run really fast. This thing is disconnected from this thing now. It's just not gonna work. So I just know there's a law that governs us. It, 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 it's energy. At the end of the day, we're all energy, everything. Quantum is starting to catch up to these kinds of principles that, that we're energy. And so- you know, we use microwaves, we use x-rays, we use radio waves, we use all this invisible energy and somehow we don't think it's in us. Yeah. We're the creators, we're the ones well, who- Well, the EMFs, it. you know, I just did a, I listened to something about the EMFs, you know, it's just from every direction, so. Yeah. I mean, we we have to understand how to protect it because too much of that stuff is absolutely dangerous too. Absolutely. We didn't even know it existed for the longest time, right? I mean, maybe in the last 150 years have we discovered a lot of this stuff. And, and yet here, all this invisible stuff that we use to benefit our cultural lives, 
somehow we don't think these things manifest in us and that we don't have an energy or a spirit and somehow we're just some mistake or something. And it blows my mind for people not to, to believe that there's something glorious here that just looking at the sun right now, like it's so beautiful. Like, how do you not look at that and just say in awe, like what in the heck, you know, but something intelligently put us together. I don't care if you think we're a simulated program in a computer somewhere, someone in higher education or higher understanding of the world, the universe, put us here, put us together. And in two little cells coming together when you were born, became in nine months, this amazing life form uh -huh. that can do all these amazing things that most other animals cannot. So there's something unique about us having the ability to think. There's something unique about us having the unfortunate then disability to deal with some of this fake crap that we've all kind of swallowed. I mean, there's, uh -huh. there's tech garbage and, and, uh, and, uh, word garbage just as much as there's food garbage yeah, you know products you, yep. you know what you think about and think about you bring about you know and and getting people and our children to be thankful and, and pray to god and do these things that are just you know others before us have tried to lay down some of these things and a lot of us are trying to go away from that in american culture anyway and and it, it frightens me to think what that's going to leave us because it's just going to be more chaos it's just going to be more shortcuts it's just going to be more shortened miserable lives and, and it's unfortunate because we have all this ability and power. We just need to learn to focus it like a laser, trust in it, have routines every day that remind us about it and, and never, never look back because the back is gone. Learn from what you can, but don't dwell, go forward. But today is the only thing that's real right now in this moment. If you're listening to this, somehow our frequency is lined up and you needed to hear something that Liz and I are talking about today. There's no mistake. You got a million podcasts. You got a million data points out there. And for some reason, you're hearing us right now. And so take it to heart. Listen to it. Because somehow you are frequency on the same frequency as Liz and Trent Tilton right now. And that's important to understand. And you know it. You see it all the time. You may not know how to describe it. But you know when you think about someone and then all of a sudden you haven't talked to them 10 years. Then all of a sudden they call you. I mean, there is something there. And, we're, and science is starting to catch up to some of that. Um, again, laws and principles we just don't understand yet and or know how to control. And so, you know, if it's to be, it's up to me. That's all I can tell you. And I just want people to understand they have way more control than they believe. When mom told you you're too fat, that was mom's problem, right? Not yours. That was mom's problem with image and self-image and something her mom probably said to her or something she just didn't like looking at. I mean, who yeah. knows? But it's not you. You can change you. You got the power all within you to you. And there's lots of people turning towards these kinds of frequencies of learning because of the misery we're witnessing on the other side. Well, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to act like that. I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to be that. So uh, the opposite is to go here. And that's why the wellness revolution is fully in full gear right now. And yeah. people are looking for things that we're talking about. They're looking to get into a better life because they're miserable and they're sick and they're fat and they're nearly dead. I mean, they're not living, you know? Yeah. Well, and yeah, I appreciate that. And like in closing and leaving you guys today, you know, what, what are you going to take today to make a change going into this week? Like what, what can you do to, to lessen that stress load to, um, to make a change in the, in the positive? Uh, we, we are super thankful that you've joined us and Trent, are you, do you have anything else to add? You know, I just, I just want you to know that you, you can change. And, and what you got to do is start filling your mind with the right things because what you focus on will become your reality. So I always joke, if you're stinking thinking, you're going to go through a lot of shit. <laughs> okay. I agree. At the end of the day, you have the power to control it. 
And if you want to watch the anchor man on the daily news, he's going to control you in a certain way. And you're going to sit there and go, yeah, I believe that. Or no, I don't, whatever. But it, you're listening to a complete stranger who has an agenda, who gets paid for a certain reason by certain people that will only allow certain messages to get through. And there's a lot more behind the curtains. And you need to start looking into your own curtain, the principles and laws that govern you and us as a human being, and start to trust those, start to work on those, start to understand those so you can take action in the right direction. Absolutely. If we teach our kids this, we can change the whole world. It's all about taking action. Yep. So that's your assignment for the week. Get out there and take yeah. action. Um, we, you know, we appreciate you joining us today. Um, please don't hesitate to leave a, a five-star rating and review. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye-bye.